eto, 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 eto. Hallo, 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 Okay, we're still testing. We're still testing. Uh, we are back with bipolar circle. And this bipolar circle is a inner self-analyzation of what the fuck are we doing? What are we doing with bipolar circle? You know, this is the 22nd show. Uh, that's the same as the pathways in the Kabbalistic tree of life. So this show must be something really special. Uh, what's your conclusion until now? I don't have a conclusion. I mean, I learned during the way, no? You learned during the way? Okay, so yeah, I learned that I talk too much. And uh, I, I sometimes just talk shit. So uh, the radio has been like kind of like a reflection for me to see how annoying me uh, I am. So if you actually are a fan of Bipolar Circle and listening to this, how can you? It's amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you, but uh, for me, I think I need to tune myself down, let you talk more. Well, you don't want to talk. Okay, that's that's the one conclusion I got. Yeah, most of the times, sometimes I do if it's something that's really interesting that I engage, engage me. Engage you, okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, it, in this birthday show, it's happy birthday to Bipolar Circle. It's like the 20... Second show, so we have like a 22nd show jubileum. Uh, happy birthday, Bipolar Circle. And happy the birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, the birthday show. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And we have a guest uh, to with us today also. She is uh, not coming yet. Uh, so yeah, we have a guest uh, this time also. Uh, she's uh, coming from the biggest city in the world, Mexico City, and she's studying psychology. And she's trying to help me uh, with my mental and physical uh, problems. Uh, really? I thought she was here to help fuck for forest. Well, yeah, but she also try. She's nice to me, and she also like like sexual and emotional healing. Uh, I thought was important uh, sadly the psychological movement don't include sexual healing together with it and they see it as being like the ethical yeah it's unethical to to fuck your patients well, well maybe that's what they just need like some kind of like feeling of some fake feeling of being loved in this extremely connected and beautiful loving society we live in so yeah pay or not uh, we still do bipolar circle for free so if you still listen to us uh, and you want us to be a little bit inspired, please go to our co-found website and our Patreon website where you can donate a little bit money to me and Leona to maybe later actually go on a small journey, a road trip with Bipolar Circle and meet people directly if this corona stops and hopefully it doesn't because we're kind of happy in our little studio safe and protected against uh, it's like kind of like a condom against the people outside no yeah you can say it it is like a condom against the evil world out there but i mean we are still in the world yeah. even if we pretend we are not yeah so before we get into a total different world. We our condom is leaking. Our I condom is leaking. Yeah, we have a real uh, a guest in our studio. We actually have a Fuck for Forest trainee, uh, a new person, a new wonderful woman that has come to share 
how it is to be uh, starting up as a young new fuck for forest activist that actually believe in this this If project while i have given up total hope i'm kind of a her trainee and she is more positive towards the project than i am so without uh, going any further into that let's introduce uh, mai and the happy birthday to the birthday show happy birthday happy birthday it's your birthday Happy birthday It's your birthday Happy birthday It's a great day That's what we say Happy Okay, so we are here in the uh, bipolar. You are here in the in our dusty cowboy town. We are in the real studio in the dusty cowboy city in Mexico. Uh, that's a small cowboy place here. You have to tell everyone every time where we are. Okay, I will peep that out. Okay, we are in a secret, <laughs> sacred cowboy city. Uh, where it actually is a pyramid from the Zapotec civilization. Me and my were on a small uh, adventure. Adventure yesterday, and we found a pyramid. How was that? It was fun. I thought we weren't gonna find it. Everybody kept sending us to church. Yeah, uh, we we got to like two or three different uh, church ruins by trying to uh, search for the real Zapotec ruin that basically in a small town here in Mexico no one knows exists there. It's in someone's backyard. Yeah, we got we stumble into someone's backyard. There is a fucking there's a pyramid just there in the backyard. A huge kind of huge pyramid. I thought it would be just a small ruin like yeah, okay, it has a lot of steps like <laughs> Eight in steps, yeah. like a altar on the top to the human sacrifice. You have you all over the city, in the uh -huh. backyard of someone, uh, kind of like one of the more sacred, probably one of the more sacred power spots of the Zapotec civilization. <laughs> Now in the backyard of some, yeah, like some family that doesn't even pay attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks a little bit lost that we we found a lost ruin. Uh, not totally Indiana Jones style. You can't take a taxi there. Yeah. <laughs> But we walked there. We did. Without we did. manchette and everything, and we've been <laughs> made na no naked photos there. Maybe But in you the do. But you you are here to to here. to help fuck for forest. <laughs>
how is that? I, I, I think Leona should ask you a little bit, actually. I give you wait hair. Hello. Can Hi. I don't hear myself. Wait. Hello and welcome. Thank you. What are you doing here? I'm here because I knew about the project of Work for Forest for a couple of years and I always loved the idea. And now with the uh, pandemic going on, I had the opportunity to travel and I decided to come and visit you and see what it was all about and to know you and I loved it even more. So now I'm part of it and I'm excited. That's, that's very cool. And just to make sure, you didn't come here only to fuck Tommy, no? No, no, I came. I came to see the project, but also... Well, I, I am Fuck for Forest, so it's like... If you yeah, come yeah to but we have had this problem before uh, that girls okay. come only to fuck Tommy and then they leave and they take away the photos. Ah, uh, no, no, that's not what I came here to do. I do actually believe in the project and I want to be part of it. How can you believe in a project like that? It's like we, we... Okay, you also believe in... You're studying psychology, no? So you, yeah. So you also believe in that you can fix the mental mm, psychosis of this world, this sick world? You think we have any chance to cure this common, like, society psychosis? Uh, I don't know if it can be cured. It, that's a huge task to have as a single person. But I do believe we can have more education about emotional intelligence, for example, that I think it's really missing. And I think it's one of the main problems in today's society way of interaction between each other. Yeah, I, I used to believe that we had a hope like education was the way to change society. And I, I always thought like sexual liberation or communication sexually, uh, more direct sexual education would learn people how to communicate because sexuality is such an important way of communication, especially for the humans. So I believed like psychologically, if I could help people to get a better view on this, the world would get better. But then I'm like, we are way too much. We are way too much people now. I'm seeing like we are in a kind of like a crisis situation. It seems like we don't, the planet don't have many years left. And I'm trying to say to you, like, because you're one of the best fuck for foresters we had for some time now. I'm very inspired by you coming here to help us and stuff. And you, you done really cool stuff by inspiring me and by showing like a very positive energy towards the project. I still believe in, but I don't believe you can. I don't believe the modern society has any chance. Uh, to continue. So then I'm like, why are you not here uh, in Manzana Podrida learning how to plant stuff with us? But I'm learning that too. I'm all, I also want to learn how to plant stuff and to survive in the mountain. I don't think it's you have to choose one or another. So you still we think you still think we have time to both. For example, like w now we are part of this festival that's called Coupe de Gras. That is an anarchistic festival online where people are discuss discuss having political panels, discussing about a possible future development. Do you believe in this possible future development? I believe I can't know. I cannot assure that the world will end as much as I cannot assure it will continue to be a future. So I think it's... Okay, if that's what people want to do. So, because I'm like, wh how far does the humankind has to come before they think like, okay, now it's about time to to start to make like a rescue place, like run away and like hide somewhere in a cave with foods 
stuck I mean, up. people have done this since the 50s. Now yeah. they've yeah, made kellers, they made uh, underground rescue shelters, place, yeah. shelters. Yeah, but you, you, yeah, but okay. And nothing happened. Those people <laughs> that build their kellers at the 50s, they are dead by now. Yeah, but that's, that was like conspiracy people. Like right now it's like a scientific fact that, uh, that, that we are and by humans, humans uh, exploitation of the natural resources will not have any natural resources left. There will be no water or way to grow anything so why do you in about do 60 years. What do you, why do you think you deserve to survive? That? I don't think I deserve to survive. I just don't understand how people can continue doing political agendas, continue educating themselves in the school. For example, a school system that is part of the problem that made the modern society that is about to fall apart. The modern society will fail because it's based on such a corrupted idea and that corrupted idea did create the education system that is directly in connect connection with like the the punishment and the real rehabilitation system and psychology in the end to make perfect little producing human beings for this fucked up world that i just want to die but I really think, i think on this festival they're trying to educate people how to be outside that system yeah i'm not complaining about the festival i'm just wondering when people for example if it comes a war situation then people go and hide for example I know like oh shit the the, the Germans or the the Africans or the Russians whoever is coming with ever weapons to kill your family and you and you just like I don't want to be part of this war you have the chance to like okay fight them with violence or run away and hide somewhere right now it's like the war seems to be like so internationally so I only see like okay go somewhere hide and stay safe when does the human, the normal human get to that? Con uh, I think I got to that conclusion many years ago, that that's the only thing that makes sense. Because I, I thought I got to that conclusion when I was 14 or 15, but I, I mean, I thought the world would be over by now. I grew, I grew up with the idea about that. I was an activist, so I grew up with thinking that you could actually change something. And I th saw, saw these people that run away, making a farm, trying to stay sustainable as like hiders. They were like, okay, you don't want to deal with your fucked up society, so you run away from it. You're not inside it educating. Then you're like back to this like Princess Moluki kind of thing, that you have one person that will deny this world and just stay with the wolves and the other is like oh it's my role to stay inside society and fix it from the inside but, but then i agree with may you have to do both you you have to do both until a point until a point where you see like okay this modern society is not fixable anymore okay you can only be there then for damage reduction like help people when they die kind of or when they starve to death or when when the society really collapses that you are there as like a, a like a like she studies psychology so she will be there like trying to help people stay sane while but, they die from thirst yeah but why does any human being deserve to survive why do you want to help those humans yeah, yeah. and drag them up in your safe why place? are you wondering when will it be the uh, moment they realize things why is that a concern people will realize at their moment everybody has their moment you had your moment years ago I'm having my moment now and it's a process for me to decide to jump straight to the mountain it's a really impulsive act so I, I'm thinking it's a process some people won't have it and some people will die from hunger or for, in war why I it, care because I care about nature so as sooner humans decide that uh, that the whole modern society is nothing to contain or con try to con mm -hmm. then we can move to next level like okay the animals and plants are more important than but, our fucking society but so before we get to that uh, idea about how can we re-educate if we believe in the values that destroyed the planet in the first place but you're you, the you also told me that you don't think we can 
can destroy nature. We can't. We can't. Humans don't have that power. That's true. It's an egocentric thing. For me, I think it's an egocentric thing to think that we can destroy nature. But out from like, okay, what's right and wrong to do in the world? Then I have to see like, okay, what's right to do now? Maybe before it was right to do study social activism, to do courses for people. If the dam is breaking, you know, like, okay, you have a dam, it's breaking. Maybe in the beginning you're like, okay, let's try to find ways to stop the water from going through and destroying the whole city. Then in that process, you realize it's too late we can't when is that point happening where it's like fuck we can't save this dam what do we do then do we stay here just like go down with a ship or do we build boats and try to get away from it well you want to build your boat but i think you cannot only build your boat you have to still you cannot just leave everything because you're still part of it Yeah, I realize that I realize that, but uh, I'm I'm still wondering why people not acting more. Why why for example they're, they're distracted, they're giving up. Yeah, because it's difficult. I, I've just seen many people who really claim to look for a different way of living, but the addiction to the modern world that they themselves are so against is still so hypnotizing that the hair is like, okay, here's a farm, you can grow shit. Many people get afraid of it because they know that subconsciously they have to go away from so many addictions. They have to that society they're criticizing. Yeah, I, I, agree. I think they don't even know they're addicted to those things because it's so part of their normal day, they don't even realize it's an addiction. Okay, yeah. okay so over to something totally different. It's like we were on, a, we went to a nudist festival. Mm -hmm. uh, it was the first time you went on the road with Fuck for Forest. And it was no nudist festival because it was canceled because of Corona, thank you. But there was naked people there. And you, yeah. went, you went out with the camera alone, you talked to people. How was your experience? My experience was really fun. Um, People are actually really open to talk about uh, the the Fog for Forest project. And I love how when you say you're Fog for Forest and explain what it's about, people are super happy to tell you about their intimate, intimate sexual things and and just feel so comfortable. And they're, it's, they're surprised because it's not something you can, well, you can, but not much, most people talk in regular basis. So when they see someone so confident about it, they just open up. And I think that's healing all by it, it by itself it's a part of the healing process i think for forest do, does in the process of the project and did you find anyone to fuck for forest yes i find many people to fuck for forest many people <laughs> and you, yeah and you made videos yes just with one guy the others i didn't fuck them but you made someone like i heard you made someone masturbating Yes, I made two guys masturbate for Fog for Forest. They were wow. really excited. <laughs> yes. you, you, you told me that somebody asked you on the beach if they can masturbate to your tits and you s said, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I went, I was, I, we went to a party and then I wanted to go and walk with the sea. And then when I was walking back, I, this guy approached me and st we started talking and I started talking about Fog for Forest and he was super excited. And then we started talking about sex And he asked me if I, he could see my tits and I said like, sure, why not? And he saw them and he was like, oh, can I please, please touch them? And I was like, sure. And he was like, oh, okay, uh, can we have sex? And I was like, no, I don't feel like having sex. And he was like, okay, but can I watch you and masturbate? And I was like, sure. So we went to the shore and did. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And I heard like some, some because it was with another guy later and he told the story and he said like, oh, that would traumatize a lot of people. Why do you think so? I don't think that's a traumatizing experience but I do understand why he said it I think 
uh, we are not used to people being open about sexual stuff. And if a guy approaches a girl alone in the beach and asks to see their tits and to masturbate to them, uh, they can say no and the guy would have left. He was not a bad guy. He was a good guy. He was just horny. No, it's okay. But some... Uh, we're not. We have no sexual education, so people would freak out. We really think it's harassment when he was just asking an honest question, and that can. If that girl is really dramatic, then it can become a trauma, I guess. Yeah, it can be like well, sexual he, offense. He never, he never crossed any of your borders, no. No, never. no. So I don't understand because a trauma is when somebody is crossing your border, no? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but people can think they experience trauma by something because they're badly sexually educated. So you shouldn't. I can understand if somebody asks you like a sexual direct question in the night, you're alone. Yeah, uh, somewhere. It could you be can, frightening. It, 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 it but depends. I mean, yeah, but depends where you are. If you are a, if you are in a public space, for example, Kit Kat Club, that is the erotic club in Berlin, there people can they have the safety of people around them. So it's normal that people can ask things like this because it's a sex club no mm -hmm. but uh, sexuality is a big part of our communication and and our way of being and I think like asking things directly sh should be okay and should be just be of course yeah uh, it's a big problem why people actually don't do it no and it's also a problem that people are not uh, answering honestly that is a yeah. big problem that makes more confusion if people are more honest asking honestly and respecting people's answers mm -hmm. this would not have turned into a trauma in exactly. any way exactly it's a communication situation uh, also it's not like he just approached me and he was like hey can I masturbate watching your tits no we did have a conversation and we talked and things escalated to a point where we both felt comfortable with what we were doing yeah I mean when you're talking about fuck for four sometimes it's it makes people go bling sex directly <laughs> like blinking oh, sign yes. blinking sign like ah oh, sex sex yes yes. <laughs> yes one of the re that shows that people really want to talk about it and just do it and have fun and you don't see anyone doing it another reason why this is a great project i love it <laughs> <laughs> so what was the reason why you started to like fuck for forest well, what is, what do, what do you like with it? And what's most important for you with Fuck for Forest? For me, f for Fuck for Forest, I started liking it. Um, well, for me, I always liked the sexualization, the sexuality. It's something that I'm really interested about. And also ecology, both things are important things. But I think that's also part of my generation, actually. It's something it talks, it's talked about. I remember in the beginning when I met you in the beginning you were talking about that you like watching porn. Yes. So porn in itself was not something new for you. I like porn and I watched porn since I was a teenager but when I realized porn had many abuse behind it I felt very contradicted and then I stopped watching it and then I figure, found about Fuck for Forest and I was like oh, what a great offer to people that like it and don't want to be part of something so violent so you feel like oh i'm doing a good deed watching fuck for forest <laughs> for many reasons yes okay you hear that out there if you want to watch porn where you're 100 percent sure that everybody wants to join the project watch check out fuckforforest.org yeah i heard this from other people actually we had people writing us that they felt they were porn addicts and they felt really bad about watching porn because they didn't know the stories behind the people in the movies 
So, but they still couldn't stop it because they were addicted to it. And then they found Fuck for Forest. And I was like, okay, I stop all commercial porn because now I found a place where I feel like I feel like the people are happy. I don't feel co- uncomfortable about masturbating to it. So we got that experience before, actually. Yeah. And for you listeners, porn is not bad. It's just images of sex, videos of sex. I mean, watching a porn on the internet does not mean that the people behind it was abused. No, and having curiosity to watch people have sex, I think it's pretty normal. It's not something you should be ashamed of. It's something we should learn about. It's actually important to see more of it and see more good stuff because bad porn as long people didn't get hurt in the production and it's just a bad product it doesn't show any ideas or teach you anything good about sexuality it's just bullshit but you can actually teach a lot about human behavior about human pleasure about communication through porn and it's very important for young people to get their relationship to the human body and sexuality i think especially well, when you have the porn industry you need the contrast to that well my my friend when i was uh, younger uh, she told me that uh, when she had a boyfriend she wanted to teach him more about oral sex she showed him good porn videos that she found on the internet how she wanted to get licked and how she wanted to get pleased. It's also very good, uh, like we did like now last, uh, when we did the show on Coupe de Gras. We're doing this Coupe de Gras, it's an anarchistic uh, Mardi Gras festival in America that we're part of right now. And there I was licking uh, my pussy and she could like tell me like, and you were like, yeah, what, how do you, you were like another judge, you were like, okay, how do you want it? Tell him how you want it and stuff. So it's good also to to make sexuality more, more uh, like experiment more, have more friends involved. You can learn more when you joke with yourself. If you take the subjects, too serious. It is a very serious subject, but we, we should also be playful. No, if we get afraid, if we get nervous, it gets kind of like weird. The energy of sexuality gets very fast twisted if you are nervous behind it. If you're not nervous and you know what you're doing, I think uh, joking and playing with more people, having more, having friends watching you, judging your sexual activity, like giving points, you know, ranking it. Yeah, ranking it to improve. You want to improve? No, sex is an art form, or should be. Yeah, I think it, having fun is the best way to have it. I, for me, for example, it's really hard to say what I want or what I'm feeling, and I'm I'm working on it. No, um, oh, um, you are pretty good. You were <laughs> edu- telling him what you wanted, how you wanted it. I mean, it was very short. We should have done it longer, but the position and the place was a little bit difficult. Yeah, and also like how she was on the beach, she talked directly to so many people about Fuck for Forest and actually were having fun with the project to make her life more funny, to have a funny way to flirt and get in contact with people that are sexually open-minded. If you're a sexually open-minded people and you look for other sexually open-minded people, Fuck for Forest should be perfect for you as a way to flirt. And when you make love or have sex or do something kinky uh, and you film and photograph it and you send it to fuckforforest.org, you get a free access and you help our website to collect money for social and ecological projects. So it gets something like even deeper that you're flirting your sexual uh, act becomes like a ritual for nature no? and an offer I think also to share it because it's also something really it's it's part of the intimacy and to share it to to collect money for something like ecology and protect nature I think helps also work things with your own ego and your own image and what's important really at the end of what you're doing and and your your family and friends know that you're part of Fuck for Forest or is it still a secret? 
My friends know. I tell all my friends really proudly that I'm part of Popper Forest. My family will know when I see them in person because it's something I don't, uh, I don't communicate to them through texters stuff. I don't talk to them until I see them. So when I see them, I will, I will tell them. But uh, but your your brother was actually that's how we got to meet my was through her brother that was part of Popper Forest some years ago. And uh, he still is, but he's doing other things right now. And uh, he, your family knows that he was part of Fuck for Forest, no? Yes, but I don't know if Luis did say the part of fucking for forest. I think he just talked about the commune and doing the gardening stuff in the mountain. Okay, really, but they know I'm. They don't know I'm. Fuck for, they don't know the project Fuck for Forest. So when I was visiting you, I was like, no one knew I was Fuck for Forest. I didn't know. I don't know if my dad knew, but I didn't at all. Uh, okay, so we okay. were just some freaks from the mountains of Mexico. It was, yeah, some of the freaks friends from Luis that he has many, so it was just another interesting person to talk to, yes. <laughs> okay, so... So uh, so how did you find out about us and Fakfa Forest and that we are actually the same people? Uh, because afterwards Luis sent me the pages of Fakfa Forest on Facebook and I followed it and then... I, I really love the project. I have since I know about Folk for Forest and I read it on Facebook, I told my friends all about it. Like, ah, my brother was in a commune that did this and does this for nature. Blah, blah, blah. And I always talked about it because I really liked the project, but I never thought that I could actually be part of it. But you know you know that we have got some experience with like people that are very tough with Fuck for Forest until they start to realize that some people do judge you. Family Some friends you thought were cool, bro, suddenly will say like, huh? come with comments, laugh, try to bully you. How, how do you think you will, do you think your friends will deal with it good? Do you have any bully friends? Have you felt any weird energy already? Well, I did have a friend that was concerned because she heard some rumors on the beach in Puerto Escondido about what Folk for Forest was doing. But she was more concerned about my safety other than judging me for having sex and uploading it. I don't doubt that some of my friends will have like inner conflicts with what I'm doing and what Fuck for Forest is, but I, I really, really, really don't care. And what about your future, <laughs> your job? What if they job interview, they ask me, okay, May, have you made any porn in your life? <laughs> well, I've never been to a job interview where they ask me if I do porn, but if they do, I will be honest about it. I don't want to work in a place where they don't accept something that I don't think it's wrong. No, because we got people that wanted the photos and videos away because they changed their career or study. Even a girl that studied IT, she was like, I'm studying IT now. I'm afraid what people will say on the school is like, okay, if uh, how are we not going to let the bullies win here, people? It's like, if you believe in something, you should try to be, I, I think you should try to be proud about it. And it's like changing something you already did Well, for at least for me, uh, I I think I find it stupid. Like you did it already. Your friends know you did it. Now they're like, okay, take it away. So I would say like, please think about. Fuck for forest is also an attitude. It's not only a project. If you want to help fuck for forest, be happy about changing those values. Even send naked photos to, to Christmas presents to your family and friends. Like use it to see how people experience it, not let the bullies win. I remember in the beginning of Fuck for Forest, me and Tommy sent uh, our naked photos to Tommy's mom as a Christmas <laughs> card. Did she like them? 
I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, she liked them. Yeah, it was like it was very, very like like Adam and Eve yeah. kind of. It was not very. It was not like uh, us having stage, but they did see us on the stage later having sex, and they couldn't avoid it. I mean, I I do think my family maybe have some, especially my mom. When when I told my mom that I visit you on November, I think I came. Uh, and I told her, like, hey, do you know about La Manzana Podrida? Luis lived there, like, for eight months. And she was like, yeah, that's a good, good, good place for your brother. What are you doing there? And I was like, mom, it's a great place. And I started talking about it, but she uh, felt a little bit unease. So it's going to be a fun conversation <laughs> when that happens. So you are planning to tell them? Yes, yes. I'm very, I, I think honesty is really important. So I'm really honest about what I do. If... If I cannot talk about what I'm doing, then maybe I should question if I want to do it in the first place. So if I do something, I'm gonna own it. And if I, re if I don't know, if I change my mind in the future, which I don't think will happen, uh, I would still talk about it. No, I know. I think if I hide it, as if it's it was something wrong or shameful, because I think some people will react wrongly to it, then then it becomes something shameful and I don't think it's something to be ashamed of. No, and I think people people have to think a little bit more about their actions in life, you know? If you do mm -hmm. something, you have to stand for it. And you can change your mind, that's not a problem, but you can still, you have to still say like, yeah, but I did do that because I believed in it at the time. Right now, I do not believe in it. How can you change your mind about that sex is great and uh, <laughs> you can save nature with it? And then you, how can you even change your, oh no, yeah, no. I just fuck for forest. I just use my beautiful sexuality to get attention and I'm collect money for the environment. And now I don't want anymore. No, I'm talking in general about everything you do in life. If you yeah. go to a demonstration or if you go and eat something or if you buy something you uh -huh. did it yeah yeah it's like i studied culinary arts before studying psychology it's like if i try to hide that part of my past because it's not what i'm studying or doing right now it makes no sense no maybe in the future i'm like tommy that doesn't want to do so many more uh fuck for forest videos and stuff it's not like he's gonna take it away no he still stands for that in the past i still stand for it but i have been with people friends of me that was with me for a really long time that took photos and videos away and a lot of stuff that i'd made with them because they wanted to hurt me in the relationship and show that they didn't give a shit about fuck for forest at all they just cared about having some kind of thing with me when that didn't work out anymore they took the photos and videos away stuff like that happened multiple times for me something that makes it really difficult for to work because I also work many hours with this material it's maybe other people even maybe in a group sex situation other people that want to be on the website one person decide that they don't want to be part of it anymore it's fine when they just made one or two photo series but when they lived with us for three years or four years or even longer it gets kind of complicated then you're like okay that's why people make contracts but we in fuck for forest Yeah, for you people that want to join Fuck for Forest, we're happy that you try out your borders. Try two, three photo series, see how you react on it on the website, and Hello. then you can take it away if you feel like. But isn't it a little bit like asshole attitude to help out a project for three years, then decide like, oh yeah, I take everything back? Well, I learned right, that you, you, you well, then right you're, now, you're, then you're a cheater. I no, think. I, right now with our new system, it's not a, really a problem. Everybody that are part of Fuck for Forest get their own page where they can upload their photos for how many years they want. And they can later remove all the photos if they want. The yeah. problem was actually when we were living with people. 
and we paid for their travels. We actually went to the other side of the world with that person, took them for travel and doing fuck for forest related things. Mm -hmm. And then after they had a stupid fight and they don't agree, which is okay. Mm -hmm. You can grow away from each other, yeah. but still then take responsibility for what you did, no? Yes, and actually question why you're doing what you're doing. This is a, an ecological project because beyond mm. your personal issues. Exactly. Like, if you have a problem with a person you're doing Fog for Forest, then you stop doing Fog for Forest with that person. But Fog for Forest by itself should be mean something to you as an individual. Exactly. Not in a romantic relationship or whatever was that happened with <laughs> people. <laughs> Uh, that's what I mean, no? If I, in the future, feel like I don't want to do Fog for Forest anymore because I cannot assure what's going to happen in the future, at least I can assure that I would not take what I have already uploaded or would upload, will upload in the process, in the moments where I'm part of Fog for Forest. You hear that, listeners? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I say she, it. <laughs> she can guarantee the future. <laughs> <laughs> Some actions. If I, I, I try to be honest and give my words. So let's see. Yeah, so do I. I... I believe, I mean, everybody make mistakes and that's that's humane, you know, everybody make, we make all our mistakes yeah. and we can, sometimes we do things and we're like, oh, fuck, why did I do that? That's yeah. okay, but still you cannot undo it. It still yeah. happened. Yeah, and it, hiding it won't change the past. You know what's something I also found really funny about this beach experience is the, when the... The guy I flirted with in this party and I talked about for, for Forest and we decided that we wanted to make a video. You came to us we, and you helped us tape and then she had to run and get a condom because we didn't <laughs> have one. So she had to go back to the party to tell me to ask for a condom so we could actually make the video. That was fun. And then we got interrupted. Yeah, I ran so far and <laughs> I ran back again. And then they managed to fuck for about a few minutes and uh -huh. then some guy came and he wanted to wa watch, no? Yes, but he was interrupting. He was like, can I, can I? And then when we stopped, he even touched me like, no, continue, continue, keep going. I guess he wanted to be polite and get, get the yeah. permission to actually watch. But yeah. if he would just have sit down quietly, he would not have interrupted you, no? Yeah, no, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't mind, but he broke the mood. Yeah. Being, <laughs> being weird. Can I watch? Can I watch? No problem. Well, I think it's polite to ask, though. But I mean, when you are in a public space, that's not really what you expect from people to ask you <laughs> on a public space. Not like he came to your house and asked uh -huh. you, like, hey, can I watch you and <laughs> you your have lover have sex? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a public beach. Yeah, also, <laughs> if you're having sex in a public space, you can actually expect people to watch. You know, it's stupid to go have sex in a public place and then be like, why are people watching? What's this? <laughs> When I was a student in the 1990s I could tell that there was something wrong Where were all the stroppy girls in big DMs And where were all the boys with hair grown long There were disappointments everywhere for me I wanted to go marching, singing Free Mandela The problem was, he was already free And if you saw me And said, do you feel okay? If you sat me down and bought me a 
say something about the back to that thing about uh, want to take uh, if she want in the future even if she we want to say even as fuck for forest even if you've been part of the project for five years now the system has changed I so just explained that you. yeah Excuse now it's up to you I know she explained that but even if uh, in before even if people were part of fuck for forest for five years and they wanted all their photos and videos away we did take them away because we want only the pure, beautiful, sacred angels of sexuality to be on our website. Well, I don't agree totally. I think it's misuse <coughs> of a project for own personal gain because they got f- they abuse. got f- they got fun. They got all what they wanted, but they didn't give <coughs> nothing back for the project. Then yeah, we paid for trips and journeys for these people. And not only that, they got their lifestyle feeded, and when it was not funny anymore, they just left, and they were like, "Okay, fuck you guys." Yeah, I, I agree, but uh, shouldn't we be more? Li- shouldn't we be like? F- we don't, our project is too good for you people. It's like, that's what I think. I think the project is too good for these people. We have enough free, cool people in the world that if you come and help Fuck for Forest, more people, it doesn't really matter. In the end, there's enough beautiful, sexy, open-minded yeah, people out there. I agree there is enough people, but I, I think that people sometimes need to have consequences because they will go around like a hurricane and step on other people because that's what they get used to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, in our case, we did remove the photos, but I don't agree with it because I still think that you do something, you stand for it. If you are now part of our new system, and you ha- then you have total control over your stuff. But when you're living with a people, you are doing the project, you get feeded by the project, you get traveled by the project, you go to parties f- by the project, you get everything by part of that project. You're kind of working for that. And then after like six years of doing that, you don't want to give nothing back. You're like, it's okay to leave. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay with all this. I don't, I don't, I think it's totally okay. It's good that she changed her mind if she changed her mind. But I think I start to question why she was part of the project from the beginning, no? Yeah, and it's also a little bit like if you're an activist, if you are a normal activist and you go out and throw a stone at the police and they film you, it will be in the archive forever. You can't just go and like, oh, I didn't throw that stone. I feel Fuck for Forest is a little bit of the same. We put uh, our genitals together to talk about values of sexuality and moral uh, connected to bodies and sexuality and get attention for ecology. Uh, So it's a type of activism. And as an activist, I think you're... I think you should uh, be able to stand for what you do, did when you were younger. Okay, I was uh, a radical activist, then I changed my mind, but that's part of my past. Yeah, well, for you that are listening, <coughs> that are confused, this is we are just talking about a small case. Most most people that are part of Fuck for Forest in the past could remove their photos and take them on again, remove, take on. We had it have happened multiple times. The problem was when somebody was living with us for six years. Yeah, that that just took advantage of the situation. Yeah, I think that is also the case. But uh, for you that listening, don't worry. You can always remove your photos and videos as long as you are not really dedicated. And yeah, because that's also one of the things that makes Fog for Four is great. Because the other porn sites, some people that are in the videos don't even know their video is online. No, and this is you are completely sure that the person you're watching have sex and do all the things they're doing. Not only do they want to be taped, but they they want it in Folk for Forest, and that's all amazing. I mean, right now we do have a contract for all new activists. It has five rules, 
And it's basically, you have to be over 18, you want your photos on Fuck for Forest, it's your photos, you can remove them whenever you want. Fuck for Forest do not own the rights of these photos, it's your photos is a form of activism. For me, it's teached me a lot about how little I can trust people, close friends, and how why contracts exist. And I hate contracts. I don't like contracts. I don't like that people have to sign something to be honest. Because I don't believe in this modern society. The native people will call them paper slaves. And that's what all these fuckers are. Paper slaves, if you can't stand for your own ideals, if you can't be truthful for your own philosophy. That means like any project you join, any type you, of philosophy you share to other people, you have to stand for that later. You can't just like eliminate it from your past. I found that absolutely uh, abstract and it made me uh, somehow lose total faith in in trust in people because I've seen it so close to me and I don't want to well, work with Fuck for Forest well, anymore. Well, but you have been tricked by girls. One of our best friends in Berlin, she also, when we met her the first time, she said she was over 18. And we made a video and afterwards she was like, haha, no, I was not over 18. Uh. But we kept friends and then she became part of Fuck for Forest okay. when she actually was 18. And okay. sh she is really a cool girl and she's still okay. part of Fuck for Forest and we love her a lot. We actually had people that waited, that was 17 and waited until they had their birthday because they wanted to help up the worst. Because, the, That's cool. <laughs> because <laughs> the fact is that you you are sexual before you're 18, no? Yeah. Yeah, so, for yeah. is, is still you are, when you're young, many times the society didn't get you so hard yet, so you're more rebellious. And then that what happens as you grow up, you get stuck in a normal school, normal job, and you get afraid of what other people will think, and then you take your photos and videos away. That's like so, young people out there stay rebellious. Don't fucking give up your. Uh, like uh, antisocial attitude. Just continue giving, showing that finger. Keep that finger high. Yeah. And uh, wait till you are 18 to join Fuck for Forest and you are very welcome. And we are happy to have you part of Fuck for Forest. Yeah, Yay. now we do age checking on everyone also. So it's like uh, we will not let young people destroy our project. <laughs> <laughs> we know you out there don't give a shit about our project. You just want to have fun. And we wait, in uh, you have to be now proved that you're 18, so <laughs> we don't get fucked over by your rebellious act. Your rebellious <laughs> you youngster sexuality. <laughs> yeah, so that's about that. Um, yeah, that's the reason why we now have a pa paper, is to make sure that everything is clarified. We, uh, we change the system so that people can upload their own photos so then I don't want to go there and regularly check everything. Actually, I think sex is great. So legally, actually, for, for, we don't do that, but legally we're an activist project and we don't pay for activists. So as long you are over the age of sexual consent in the country you are living, that means that you are allowed to make your own choice when and who you want to fuck. You should be allowed to fuck for forest. I because, agree. Because it's a sexual educational activist project. Yeah, I know we do follow the thing because of our uh, our streaming server and our payment system. But as a sexual educational project, to deny people that are allowed to have sex to to deny them the possibility I, to fuck for forest I is guess, suppressive. I guess, no, but we also have to educate people about being honest. It's not okay to lie about your age. No, 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 no. No, that's not okay. And it happens regularly. I mean, that's what you get teach though, because when you're 
under 18 you want to go to a party you go on to go to discotheque you want to go in you somewhere to drink, you went to yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's and you get kind of it's okay but to lie then because you get to, a f- i'm sorry okay uh, come finish your and then it's kind of okay to lie the society kind of accept it because there's not so strict controls on a uh, entrance they just like look at your fake id they don't really give a shit i had fake id when i was i i tried to fuck before in norway it's 16 and i was really i was like getting closer to 16 but i was like fuck i have to beat this before i'm legal <laughs> so i managed to fuck before i was i was 15 when i uh, lost my virginity and I was happy for breaking that rule <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why we have the uh, paper <laughs> asking for people's identity because there is a lot of people that want to break the rules all the time and it's okay to break the rules but when it comes to a project so beautiful as fuck for four is it's better not to damage it for something as personal rebellion I agree and uh, And even if we, Tommy and me, might be a little bit tired of Fuck for Forest because we had a slightly burnout syndrome and that's why we started a podcast as, as well, to do something different, to work with different things, learn new things. Um, Fuck for Forest in itself is still a super cool project. It's just burned me and Tommy out a little bit. Well, she's part of the new generation, so let's hope. How do you think? Yeah, when I think s- when I saw May on the beach, I was like remembering my old old happy self. Like <laughs> I was <laughs> like, oh, day. that was the days, huh? <laughs> uh, was the days when you thought it was possible to save the world with love and sexuality? Yeah, great. But now we're doing the Mardi Gras and we're getting closer. Actually, we're going into changing now from our podcast that will still be the co- podcast, but we will uh, multitask and then go into the Mardi Gras Coupe de Gras Festival that is the anarchistic Mardi Gras Festival in uh, United States of America, where mm-hmm. Fuck for Forest is doing their show. And you were part of that yesterday and the day before. How was that? It was amazing. I felt nervous and excited at the same time. I've never been part of a show like that and improvise was something new for me, but it was super fun to do it. I would do it again. I'm about to do it. And what? Yeah, we're about to do it, but we got some restrictions. What happened? We are the most controversial non-profit <laughs> porn ecological project in the world. And we banned, we made uh, the Mardi Gras, the Coupe de Gras, lose their server streaming yesterday from being censured again on the internet. Why? Why? What happened was that we had a workshop about doing genital photos yes. and dick pics and uh, pussy we photos. About it, painting on our body and taking photos. And then Tommy wanted to make uh, some uh, f- uh, um, a photo from him putting our Barbie doll up his ass. Well, coming into another Barbie doll of a different size. Yeah, uh, I think it, I don't know, I think it was the coming in the face of the Barbie doll, the small one, or putting the head of the big Barbie doll in my ass. One of those two things was too much for the uh, for the streaming company. I think it was the head in your ass that might have closed it, because I, wrote, uh, I read a comment later on the Facebook uh, Mardi uh, Coupe de Gras page, and there it was like, ha ha ha. <laughs> I guess I don't remember exactly what it was. It's like I guess I guess putting heads of Barbie in the ass is not okay on Facebook. That no, sucks. No, on, on this live, it was not Facebook. It was another. Facebook yeah, no. was obviously not because Facebook no. you cannot even be naked on this no. network. We could at least be naked. Yeah, it was called D Live 
is still live on that network mm-hmm. where you got banned. Yeah, so now we're gonna do, uh, we're gonna talk about uh, how to make uh, a sexual education songs for children. Uh, since uh, not putting Barbie dolls in the ass is good education for children, producing genderless Barbie dolls and uh, even cars as toys for children seems to be more educational, less perverted than teaching about genitals or what you should put in your ass or not in a consensual way. Because I think if it's consensual, how can it be bad in a world where we destroy the fucking planet, where we pollute every day with the industry that we we support every day with our hard-earned money. Uh, So then putting the Barbie doll's head in my ass is the problem of the world. That's what children shouldn't learn to do. While they, uh, the, the toys they get presented and the type of cartoons they watch and even like producing toy guns. Uh, like a toy gun. Is a toy gu- gun more educational for a child than a toy uh, sexual, like a sexual toy? Uh, I think or we- a really human body figure, no? Because okay, I think we're just going to have a five minutes break while we're setting up the Coupe de Grasse.
so we are back in uh, now. Uh, we are going to do Coupe de Gras. That is the online anarchistic Mardi Gras festival. Today we're going to do a course about how to make sexual educational songs for children. That means how far can you go? What can you sing about or not? What kind of words can you use or not? Uh, how to educate your children through children's songs talking about the human body and sexuality. For you people who didn't check out the Modern Media show, you can go and check that out. It's more about poop, uh, pee and puke and the body, how it uh, push out body fluids. And it's also good. It's actually uh, allowed for children to learn about poop and learn about pee and even puke. You can uh, say... Uh, pee, you, but you cannot say penis. Well, I, I guess you can say that to kids, actually. Not cock or dick or pussy, cunt, fuck. Uh, I don't know, shag you can probably say. I don't know. That's what we're going to find out. Uh, sadly, uh, this, uh, this panel was made as a panel. Okay, uh, so now we're starting. It was made as a panel. We were supposed to have people that would help us to make lyrics. Now it's only up to us because no one is... Uh, able to to communicate back to us is a one-way communication only we are going live on the Mardi Gras is on okay we're gonna go on after this commercial and make sexual educational songs for children so Leona do you have the microphone there can you talk so I can hear that are you there it's too long so we are inside the Mardi Gras uh, soon very soon uh, it's dreamed now for anarchist punks and social activists worldwide we did two shows already, one introduction show to Fuck for Forest, where sadly we didn't have good sound because we fucked up technically. The second show was yesterday, where we did uh, a show about how to make more creative genital photos. If you're interested in seeing that, you can go to fuckforforest.org and see those photos from the uh, Coupe de Gras festival, where me, Mai and Leona were making uh, our genitals uh, into social activists and art objects for a better and more enlightened future. So uh, now, today, Leona? Today we're going to uh, talk about children's songs. How far can you go with sexual education songs, for example? What do... how... will a child get traumatized or mentally disturbed if they hear the word dick or fuck in a song uh, meant for a child. Is there any research done on this? We don't know, but today we want to talk about the subject we did, and we did try to philosophize find a little bit about this. Hi, we did try to find out uh, a little bit about uh, sexual educational songs for children and we found uh, out it was nothing. Here, wait. We are having fuck for forest the environmentalist porn company join us thank you it's so great to actually be online again after some censorship uh, issues yesterday thank you very much we're very happy to be part of coupe de grass yeah definitely coupe girl is it's super excited to have you hello everyone welcome to the fuckforforest.org children panel today <laughs> for all of you uh, conscious adult people out there we want to inform you that we got censured yesterday from uh, one of the platforms used for this amazing festival because 
I put a Barbie doll in my ass and had a cum shot in the face on a smaller Barbie doll. It, how have we got to a part in society where anyone can find that more offensive than a genderless plastic doll used as education for children in the first place? We got a little bit confused about that. Happily, we already had planned our sexual educational program, how to make uh, more sexual educational songs for children. Uh, yes, uh, today I was thinking about sexual education songs for children and I checked on the internet and I could not find much. There is not much sexual education songs for children. There are... Um educational songs for children. There are uh, toys for children, like we did uh, yesterday, we did show plastic dolls without genders. The society decided that genderless is better education to have a stereotypical plastic doll in a world destroyed by plastic waste and by uh, production of unnecessary objects have become a kind of part of the downfall and the great, great Armageddon. We all are going to face as a consequence of our great education. So I know uh, some of you listeners out there actually do have children and have hope for the future and therefore have children. So uh, I hope you will take part in our show today. There will be a chat, I hope, and you will be able to communicate with us. Yes, we would like you to think a little bit about uh, how, w what kind of song uh, and uh, in what kind of way would you like to educate your children uh, about the body and sexuality. Um, since rock and roll seems to be dead, at least on the internet, since uh, the expression through internet, that's the way we can express ourselves now through the corona. Uh, many places we as Fuck for Forest would get arrested also from doing consensual joking with our body. I remember when I was five years old playing doctor games with my local women, friends, uh, uh, girls. <laughs> That was also four or five years old at that time, putting uh, certain things inside each other's uh, body openings uh, to see how it was. Uh, I don't remember if it was a Barbie then, or it w I know it was uh, sticks and some other things. You put sticks in your yeah. asshole? Yes, we did. And that's <laughs> then it's good, actually, that okay. uh, adult people can teach children about uh, what, to, what put to put and, and what not to put in your ass. Exactly. <laughs> children do experiment on sexuality. And it seems like actually children are more open minded than you censorship assholes out there that thinks that consensual sexuality or any kind of sexual image that is made by people saying yes, uh, would be bad in a world where we make war, uh, destroy nature totally, drive cars, allow pollution to poison our water for that we should have a toy car or a beautiful plastic doll to give to our children as education. That's where we are now. Uh, we are kind of sorry for the first show we had on uh, two days ago. We had problems with our sound. We hope you that looked at it actually could understand. 
anything. So I will just say for you that didn't see that, fuckforforest.org is a non-profit erotic website that promotes sex and nudity as something beautiful, uh, as activism, to get attention and collect money for social projects and ecology. Everyone on the website is there for fun, not for money. No one's paid to do nothing. We just document our friends having fun with sex and nudity. Uh, now we would have liked to ask the people out there, what is bad with consensual sexuality? Why are we afraid that anything that is pleasurable or good for us would be bad to tell our children about? It's like, why is it more offensive to tell about what we do in our bedroom than it is about which kind of products we buy to our children? Or what kind of transportation uh, device we use daily? Or any kind of education based on a society that has destroyed the whole planet. What do you think about uh, direct sexual education for children? I think direct sexual education for children is really important. And not only the reproductive part of sex, also the part of having fun and enjoying and that it's normal to feel that way. I think all of that is super important for children to know. When was the first time you got an orgasm? General speaking to you out there, when you got the orgasm, were you young? Some I heard that some people get orgasm really young. Yeah, I was. I was, for example, really young. I masturbated when I was like six or seven. Uh, I think I had so my first orgasm. I had my first orgasm before I had come in my penis. I remember I was masturbating with a friend of me. I think I was like seven or something, and I had my first orgasm. Like whoa! And it doesn't. I remember today. I did. It didn't come anything out. The penis, like it, as I was pre-pubert, no, I still had my first orgasm pre-pubert. You know, like it's, it's it's a big difference. Why this subject is controversial is that it is a big difference between young people's like children's sexuality and adult sexuality, like it is with many things with uh, children and adults. That doesn't uh, shouldn't stop us from being able to talk to our children honestly about what sex is and explain that adult sexuality and children's sexuality is different. They shouldn't mix. No, no, they shouldn't. They shouldn't mix. Just like you don't bring your five-year-old to a party drinking hard alcohol, but still you can tell your uh, child that, yeah, I sometimes drink, but that's for adult people. And the child will somehow respect that. Until it gets curious and break that. Yeah, but it's like trying to, to, to hide things for, from children that is so, such a big part of of, of reality will, I think, will only lead to that uh, children get afraid of their body, get and afraid of the subject. And it's not really uh, something that you can hide. As if you, as a, chi as, as a child, when you were five, are already exploring with your body and enjoying that, and your parents, when my parents caught me doing it, they were just like, yeah, okay, just don't do it in public and do it in your room. It's something personal. But imagine if you had a song to explain like, okay, this is masturbation and you start singing. So how would a masturbation song start like for a child? It's like, uh, it depends very much on who the parents are. Because if you're, if you're like, if you, for example, me, I wouldn't have any problem with my child saying fuck, for example. As like, I see that with our bipolar circle, our, our podcast, if you want to check out our podcast is bipolarcircle.podbean.com that's bipolarcircle.podbean.com where we do talk a lot about sexual values and moral and uh, 
how it is to experience the end of the world in love and unity like me and Leona here in Mexico. It's like, uh, go, go and visit and check out what we do there. But there we have uh, a psychologist, for example, that told us, uh, that was not what I'm going to say, but I remember something else. It's like, she told us that you already masturbate when you're inside your mother's stomach. Huh? Some people, some children touch their genitals already then. Yeah, okay, what we wanted to do was uh, to... Um, yeah, how do you make a song about masturbation? Can I say fuck? Can I say pussy, vagina? Do I have to talk about the stork? The stork, the stork. stork I mean, I think alcohol is, is worse than orgasm. on your hole or your stick you pee through. The stork touch your... Can I say... Okay, from me, I can just say, I wouldn't talk about the stork. I would be just like... I mean, stork is pretty old style now. Yeah, I don't think I quit stork. It's an animal. The animal is a bird that supposedly come and drop down a child through the chimney for your parents. Ah, oh, ah, okay. Pussy is sacred. Instead of the birth and stuff. Mm -hmm. ah, okay. So, so like, oh yeah, you, you explaining here about the stork now? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so there's many ways uh, adults have tried to explain how children are coming, but it's like, how do you explain about pleasure, for example? I still, I was thinking about it, anything that is uh, uh, consensual connected to sexuality should be allowed to explain about like for example my father had to explain me what military was when i was six and he come home with a gun photographed me with a big machine gun at home i have this photo i'm six or something it's also a type of education no mm -hmm. so i can uh, honestly get education about war can be pushed down my throat in age at five six uh, and uh, the parents don't think at all that that's something bad it's it's weird. It seems like we as human beings don't really know what's good and bad. And that's why we have a problem educating our children. It's like, okay, well, I talked to this child psychiatrist on, on our bipolar circle and she was afraid of... She wasn't afraid, but she said like, yeah, if you're an SM couple, for example, maybe when the child is in the house, you should put a pillow in the mouth or a gag or something to keep the sound down. But I'm like, why? Like children also play crazy games. They also... Ah! And bang bang, they kill each other and stuff in games. They do all kind of shit in games. Why can't you just be able to say like, yeah, when me and my lover have games, we like to play those kind of games that we scream a little bit, and we have, but we have fun together. Yeah, you don't know? be afraid don't, of the sound. Don't be afraid. If I would be, I'm honest to you. We are, we are having joy. We are playing. It's a, it's a, it's a playful, it's a playful adult time where we want to be alone. And if you need my assistant, I will be there for you. If you don't need it, we will continue screaming and. <laughs> Schmacking, you know, enjoy, yeah. and, and enjoy that because it's or else you are shameful for what you're doing. If you can't explain for your child, oh, yeah, we're doing this. Are you think you do something wrong then? As a parent, you have to be like, OK, I can't explain this to my child, how I how I make love, uh, how what sex is or how I think uh, I have fun with it. I guess it's like in all kind of relationship, honestly, it's the most important between uh between you if you're not honest the relationship will break and that's the essential thing and also with your child the most important with your child is that you're honest with your child all the time is for everyone 
Masturbation can be a lot of fun. It's a way to learn how your body is working. But don't let anybody else touch you if you don't want to. Masturbation is for you. It's for you. It's for you to find out who you are. Yeah, masturbation is for you. It's your private time to learn what pleasure is and how your body is working. Like something like that? Yes, to enjoy. Would that work for a child or? I think it would. Yeah, Maybe. but it will make children interested in that. Some adults will be like, masturbation is a sin, so children shouldn't masturbate. But they do, and they do touch anything on their body because they're realizing their body. So it's like to sing about masturbation is uh, okay for children. They can handle that, I think. I think the importance here is that you shouldn't be like, if uh, parents are saying, oh no, don't masturbate it's going to be traumatizing for a child because they will masturbate at some point yes. and they will feel but they will bad learn, about it. They will learn that they have to be sh shameful about it when they don't have to. It's about exploring and enjoying your own body and know your limits and your sensations. Yeah, so you that are out there that are a father or a mother, don't be afraid of the subject of sex. But as, as this... Uh Erica, that we talked with last time in Bipolar Circle, so that's doing education psychology for children. She said that she, you shouldn't push it on children. Children come with questions themselves and then you should answer it, unafraid. But it's not like you come, hey, I want to tell you about sex and then you tell about SM and spanking and all. This is like, mm -hmm. oh, it's like more like, oh, you, did you hear? Oh, you heard um, mommy and daddy were screaming a little bit? Oh, we were just having a funny time playing together. Well, children can notice things. So if you are shy in front of your child and don't really dare to be yourself, they will notice it and maybe they will not ask you the questions because they already then feel that something is awkward about it. Or maybe if you as a parent don't feel comfortable for whatever reason to talk about this, maybe it will help to have certain songs that children can listen to. That will be fun. You make it easier. Like, oh, uh, mama will just go and make some cookies. Let's put on this CD. <laughs> you can uh, but like, what if the child saw me putting uh, this uh, Barbie doll in my ass yesterday? What should I say? Like, internet, internet can be a dangerous place. Go out in the forest and play instead. Okay, so, uh, but if you saw me putting the Barbie doll in my ass, it's was it was consensual the barbie doll was made of plastic taken up from the ocean destroying our planet i just had pleasure putting it in my ass yeah like, so I don't for know, you that, that, that maybe invite children to ah oh, that does feel good maybe I want to put a no, Barbie of mine. Yeah, but it's like but it's adult games. Adults are perverts. Perverts is 
Like, yeah, you, you don't. Don't try everything. Adults are trying. Adults are smoking. Adults are eating shitty food. Adults are driving cars. They are making war. They control other people with money. Something like so. Don't trust adults. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to what adults say. <laughs> that's. I mean, I agree, but that's generalizing also because at the same time. But listen to me. <laughs> listen to your mom and dad at what least. If, <laughs> what if your mom and dad is conservative fucking Christian people that they, destroy their sexuality? It's like right now I see conservative Christian people that believes in Jesus. It was like a uh, half naked guy walking well, around in the desert. Are like yeah. some of the most disgusting narrow-minded I don't think they would put on your demons I don't think they would put on your DVD at home no. or CD at for all, educating their children <laughs> yeah no hello there it all started when we had a podcast interview with Maria Logan Glitterbaum in the birthday show we talked about anarchy Maria Logan Glitterbaum that was part of organizing Coup de Grasse then invited us to this amazing celebration, Mardi Gras celebration. And uh, due to the pandemic this year, the Mardi Gras, the Coupe de Gras was online. Coupe de Gras is an annual anarchistic Mardi Gras celebration organized by the crew de Main. As Leona and Tommy from Fuck for Forest was pretty bored from isolation and uh, corona pandemic. And so they were very thrilled and said, yes, of course we will do this, sounds amazing. Then May came to visit and she joined the Mardi Gras. Thank you, May, for joining it. Without you, it would not have been as fun. So we had no restrictions whatsoever, and we went right into Mardi Gras with the first day where we had a presentation about Fuck for Forest. It was a lot of fun, at least for us. I think for you as well that watched it. Then we had a second day where we had a genital photographing close-ups, trying to make creative genital photos which was also very fun for us. In the end, Tommy put the Barbie doll up his ass. Luckily for him, the Barbie doll head stayed on the Barbie doll when he dragged it out. So for you that wondered, no, the Barbie doll head did not get stuck in his ass. Then the sad thing was that um, a channel where the Coupe de Grasse was showing this uh, live show from us event from us got cancelled but as they were very well prepared they had backups so the festival went on for a Saturday and this was our last day on the Coupe de Grasse festival where we had a workshop about creative children's songs short songs sexual education songs for children actually we were trying to figure out how to educate children about sex in a uh, musical way. So this is where we are now and uh, welcome May. Happy to have you part of this Coupe de Grasse. Little child, okay, little child, the world is big, not everything adults do is fine. Little child, but you shouldn't be afraid of asking the I'm questions right. No, I'm talking That's about it. it. Talking about it, don't be afraid of talking about it. Yes. Yeah, because like one one thing that is with sexual abuse of children is that many uh, children that is sexually abused, uh, the abuser 
can continue the abuse for years because the child don't dare to go and tell other people about it. It can be someone in the family, it can be their father, it can be yeah. someone just close to them. And normally these children are taught that things about their genitals are shameful and a secret and a personal thing, so that's why they don't talk about what other people are doing to them. Yeah, and also the abuser play on that. The abuser also knows that, so they would be like, yeah, but uh, you shouldn't tell anyone because people wouldn't understand or people would even hate you or judge mm -hmm. you for it. They will make their child feel shame and guilt even manipulate. more to manipulate bad sexual education. So like a child that knows their own borders, that knows what their body and sexuality is a little bit earlier. And feel comfortable at about talking about it. It's yeah, safer. They, they will easier go and say something if sexual abuse is happening. The reason why sexual abuse is happening is because of not understanding the sexual subject. And sexual abusers probably were sexually abused or had the really traumatic relationship to their body and sexuality from the beginning. I think the subject of sexuality creates violence, like when it's not taught in the right way. When mm -hmm. people can't communicate about it, it creates fear, it creates tension about so, such a very important natural instinct. And that uh, it's like bulimia or uh, anorexia, that is the psychological effect of having a weird relationship to food. And it makes you sick. So like uh, having the same weird relationship to sex is coming already when you're young, what you, by being educated by, a very sick society, not giving children the possibility to ask the right questions or have a place to, to really realize uh, what this subject means for them. Yes, and maybe having a song about it's okay to talk about it. So if, if an adult you, comes. Okay. If you feel, if you feel that you need to, if, if you feel that you need to know something about your body, then it's not bad to show that you are interested in it. You can ask your parents, you can ask a friend, you can ask your teacher, but ask more of them because adults are afraid of the body and adults are afraid of sex. So you need to investigate better and ask many people different things or something like that, that you have to ask more than one person. Maybe. Yes. Don't well, talk well, about it without shame to everybody. Something like we in our podcast we had an interview with a guy that was making children's songs actually, and uh, the reason why he made them I am not sure about, but he made children's songs. They were popular by children, and they were about shitting, poop, poop mainly pooping, peeing, Puke. puking. Which is also important to talk about, and that is totally acceptable for people, for parents to put on for their children, like poop songs. Yeah, because they think it's funny because of, and um, it's for children because they use poop instead of shit, no? For example, that it's, that's what makes them children's songs, no? Yeah, I don't know. He, he made like over, I don't know how many hundred songs of poop he made. Thousands of songs of poop. But the point was that that is totally acceptable, uh, but... I, we couldn't find no songs about actually good songs made for children to learn about sex, about their personal borders, about their yeah, clitoris and their nipples, about their body in general, not only about puking and peeing and sh 
pooping. Poop. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I think I think like people are like afraid of making sexual promiscuous children or something by making making children too open-minded, or so that's why they're afraid of like giving children like not there what sexuality is too early. But they will always get that idea anyway. And actually, direct sexual education prevents. Uh, abuse of children it's been uh, researched on in Switzerland and Norway that have a, have a kind of good education or kind of good uh, experimentation with the psychologists working with sexual uh, education and it's only conservative forces in the society stopping that education from being real because it's proven that children that is given even been shown real sex been shown real people fucking this is how life is this is how it looks like you're a child you're not supposed to let adult people touch you if they do tell somebody right away if it's someone on your own age and you want to play sexual game together that's fine it's a part of realizing your body and learning about each other don't put sharp objects up your ass uh, for don't put a Barbie head up your ass because it's too big for you by now. That's an adult thing to do. Like uh, adults might do that. But you can also say like adults also do crazy shit because adults are crazy. They made this world. So like you have to all also, I think adults sometimes are afraid of, of teaching about complicated subjects because they might have to teach children about some dark side of life also. But sex is not really complicated, is it's it? It's not complicated, but when you have sexual abuses, abusers and rapists and people abusing, uh, like manipulating children, using children uh, that they don't know, they don't know better, they're young, they don't understand what's good or bad yet, and using that against them to manipulate and abuse children, yes, then it's a more complicated subject because you want to work against abuse of children, but you want to also work that children uh, understand more so they can communicate if something happened to them. And that's like those two things I think is difficult for people to understand that actually that sexual direct sexual education will make sexual violence more difficult to at least do over a longer time. Yes, of course, because not only it would stop abuse in a very early stage, but it will also prevent from those children being abused and growing to abuse more children because they will not have that trauma. I would be like, I don't know, my song would be really like... It has to be fun. Because yeah, but my song is... Uh, yeah, but you make a song then. Mine is not okay. fun, mine is like... I'm thinking. You have to think about your song then. Yes, I'm but thinking I'm like, about my song. Human beings... Human beings have destroyed our planet Their values and moral are bullshit Don't listen to your teacher You have to, yeah, you have to realize, yeah, and then you're like, you have to realize that adult people created this world that is going under because of the education they think is right. So you have to realize things by yourself, little one. I'm sorry, the world is a big, evil, destructive place. And if you have consciousness and understand a little bit, you will end up manic depressive and suicidal in some years. Be happy now with what you have and express yourself if somebody goes over your borders. Is that yes. a song? No, that's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm just throwing things. Those things are really important for people and children to know. But also, it's really important to know that to talk to children, you need to know first what age of children you're talking to, because not all 
obviously children don't have such a vast vocabulary to understand all these things the about children don't have to understand everything if I'm gonna say fuck you to a child you think I will like uh, traumatically no but we you like, have to investigate and do your own research and have real self conscience to a five year old he's gonna be like what to traumatize <laughs> like a child just, with just I just saying. touched my penis and felt nice and now you're saying all these complicated things let's <laughs> If the world is complicated. It is, it is. But no, if you find a child masturbating, you're not going to be, and okay, I'm going to show you how complicated okay, the world is. Okay, let's put the situation somewhere else. We are in a country where it's war. Bombs are dropping all around you. There's a child masturbating behind a corner. What is worse? To like, okay. <laughs> like, what's like... I don't think that child is going to most likely get traumatized by the bombs, No. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think so too. I think like uh, <laughs> uh, what we teach children is good or what we teach children is bad is sometimes very, very corrupted no. and confusing. I'm not saying this is wrong to to educate children. I'm saying for the children to understand what you're trying to say, you need to have a more simple vocabulary. Simple. Yeah, yeah, that's and true. But I think humans are perverts. They might try to abuse you like they do to the planet and everything else. They make war. How can you trust them, my child? How can you trust them? Uh, there are adults that lure you into empty buildings. Close the door. Take your clothes off and then abuse you by putting uh, that's like disgusting like if i'm gonna say sing how the truth is the truth is r really disgusting what mm -hmm. you what adult people could do to a child or what adult people do to each other also is disgusting but it's true how many percentage of uh, children get abused quite many i think it's many no yeah many. i think like one or five or something i've experienced some kind of sexual abuse during or more, I don't know, quite a lot. When it comes to abuse and stuff like that, I think it's important to be really honest and say like humans can be, some adult people can really be evil. They're perverted. They made uh, a world where w that is uh, disgusting and dangerous and uh, you shouldn't trust everyone. No, and if you as a child feel that you don't trust or you feel unease with a person for whatever reason that should be respected that limit okay so a child song for a very young person that would be like for you your vagina yes yes for a adult <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> that's very simple language no your vagina is yours and only yours, yours to touch it's only yours to touch. It's your private little treasure box that you. Now we start to get complicated. It oh. was sim very simple for a very low, for Yay. maybe for two, three years old. Oh yeah, your nose. Yes, yes. Your face. Yes, yes. Your ears. Yes, yes. Your pussy. Yes, yes. No, I don't know. It's really, it's <laughs> Not so simple. Just no. Yeah, okay, so you you're the psychologist. You should know how to educate children in the best way. No. I'm learning to do so. <laughs> but I think so, like, uh, um, it's yours to touch. Um, if someone does something you don't like, go and tell. Th what you said in the other song, what's good? Call 991. <laughs> no, go and tell, tell someone. And, uh, that you trust 
Yes. It's your, it's if like, you it's like you can say no, that's your, also something children need to learn. Yeah, your body is yours. I guess like your body is yours. You choose what you wanna do with it. Yes. And a no means no. <laughs> no means no, but it's like you can manipulate. The pro problem here is that you can manipulate a child to think they want it. So mm. it's like you can get a child to say yes. Because if they don't know what sexuality is and you get no, there... No, but if they're educated, they would know. Yeah, if they're educated, they would know. But no, That's the whole point. Like, that's why we're making the educational song. How so do we make an educational song that we put drive. out somewhere that would educate a child that don't have this education, that don't know that they should have their borders and that adults shouldn't be allowed in there with connection to their body in that way? Or maybe teach that sexuality is something you do with people in your age, always, no? So when they catch their parents doing something, it's like, oh, yes, this is something se sexual because we are adults and we are in the same age. You also have those drives, but you explore with you and your friends this part of your body and sensations and relationships, no? So if there is any parents out there listening, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think? How how can we make the perfect uh, sexual edit? We, we are trying to find out how to... Uh, we realize now that a special, different type of perfect sexual education songs for different ages. But I think like one that works for 12-year-olds shouldn't be bad for a four-year-old either. Maybe the four-year-old just don't understand it, <laughs> but it still is, it shouldn't be bad for no, it. No, it's it's not like oh, you have an age limit on... Good quality music, you mean, here for yeah, children. No, no. It won't, it's not like, no, you cannot listen to this because it's for 12-year-olds. It's like, you can listen to it, but if Maybe. you don't understand something, you can ask and... That's I don't understand why people drive cars and pollute this planet with this kind of like uh, modern uh, industrialized society kind of uh, and machines. And that's like somehow made into something cool for children. They make model cars and model of factories and model models of the things that actually destroy our planet. Totally is okay for children to play around with. And should there be an age limit on anything? If, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think like producing toy guns for children is the best type of education. I don't think it should be. I don't believe in rules like that. But I do believe that we as a human species should have a higher state of consciousness. And in a higher state of consciousness, we wouldn't make we wouldn't like buy toy guns for our children. But you would give your child a toy spear. Okay, maybe toy. I would like a toy gun. I, I'm, I'm bullshitting now. Like in this world, we live. We are just part of that. So like, wh what the fuck? We give a toy it's gun. It's more but about why edu educating about it. Like yeah, but why can't we have like two? Like for example, when I was a child, I did fuck with my dolls. But why don't they have a? Why don't they have genitals to put inside? Yeah, that I don't understand it because obviously. Because then it's like if you have toy guns. Uh, then I'm saying, okay, if you want to buy a toy gun to your child, I this should be more uh, uh, ability to get uh, real figures that actually can have sex. Also, yeah. if you can learn, you can get like things that uh, that could eventually kill someone for fun. Then you should be able to fuck for fun. Yeah, look, <coughs> this I got from Tommy's birthday. It's somehow supposed to educate your child to. <laughs> I don't know, poop in the toilet and play with your poop, I guess. So poop is obviously very okay to talk about with your children. Why is poop so much more okay than your pussy, your vagina, your tits, your dicks, asshole? I don't know, like, 
it's really hard for me, so the person I am, to try to like talk about how other people should educate their children because uh, because the the people that educate children has to also to be educated. For example, that's what Fuck for Forest actually fuckforforest.org is actually educational, a sexual educational tool for adults. Even if we would say also it's since most children get their sexual education online, I still think Fuck for Forest is the best offer. Uh, for uh, for younger people also to get a view on sexuality. Now it's not allowed for uh, adult, not for young people to enter erotic material online, but they will anyway. And uh, yeah, if you have a child out there, if you're a parent and you want uh, your child to look at uh, pornography that has a, another attitude that shows something different then uh, suggest fuckforforest.org to them. We actually got called by a psychiatrist in Norway that was doing a child uh, educational program about sexuality in the radio. And she asked us if she could use fuckforforest.org as a reference to young people that called her and asked for other type of resources of pornography that was better than commercial porn. So sex can be educational and if you don't uh, teach it uh, in a more honest way. It's like uh, the kids will find out anyway, but they will find out in a way that is shown through uh, uh, education, uh, through a society that is very badly sexually educated. Exactly. And I think right now in Sweden, they are reorganizing the whole school system and all teachers has to have sexual education course. So they should be able to educate pupils when they come and ask them questions. There are your body I don't know it's your temple it's your, <laughs> your body is your playground but you need to know what you want you need to know how to say no and tell and explore it and enjoy it anybody out there send your coolest child educational song yeah and what can I say can I say cock dick I think you can say it. I mean, in, if in, the, in Denmark now they have a sexual. It's not, it's kind of sexual education in some way because they do deal about making the body more funny. And it's John Dillerman. It's uh, Dillerman is uh, is uh, is the is the dick in Danish. So it's like uh, John Dickman that has the longest dick in the world, and he can do uh, do like superhero stuff, catch criminals and. Uh, take stuff that has fallen down in like holes and stuff, drag it up with his stick. And this is a uh, child uh, cartoon. cartoon now from Denmark. Denmark is famous for being very, very progressive when it comes to both education, sexual education for adults and for young people. It got a little bit of controversy, but uh, in the end, uh, most people agree that like making fun about your body is absolutely the opposite of uh, abuse. It's actually and making uh, people less afraid. And as the sexual psychologist told, she said that fear is what makes people act on, on, on per, like perverted ideas, for example. It's like the fear or not that the, 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 like the, the fear, the tension that gets created from that is something wrong you're doing can make you do it. So it's like eliminating fear for the subject actually eliminates perversion. And also it's a good entry portal for shy parents to see this unrealistic man with his long penis 
saving the world, basically. <laughs> and when uh, I say perversion, I'm, I'm pretty, I mean unconsensual un 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 sexual, uh, sexuality. That's the only thing I find perverted, actually. Like, uh, as long as you have two people, uh, if you want to shit on someone or pee on someone and both people are agreeing on that, I don't find that perverted. Not less perverted than uh, the oil industry or the timber industry or any kind of uh, socially accepted human uh, uh, behavior. Oh, we are basically living in a very perverted world and we sometimes confuse what is wrong and what's right in this world. Yeah, sometimes the people are fighting uh, for like uh, internet censorship, for example, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I don't even say the name of these fuckers, but I will do anyway, because you should all like be uh, very clear about that these people are pedophile protectors. It's uh, a place for people to to share pedophile material on the private platform. And then it's one of the more extreme uh, anti-direct uh, sexual education, sexual art, sexual performance art, any kind of any kind of sexuality, you can't see the difference between pornography or education. Everything about sexuality is bad. While on the private side, uh, Instagram got actually sued by someone in Norway now for for uh, having uh, like exchanging pedophile material. Sometimes the people that is fighting for us educators to express ourselves, to, to show like consensual uh, relationship to things where no one got hurt in the process, the people that is uh, stopping that uh, are somehow the most skin-holy uh, people pretending to be the guardians of all great uh, values and moral, and at the same time producing weapons that kill children. Yeah, there you have something to think about. <laughs> Really, everyone knows that, no? Okay, so, uh, so it's important in, in children's songs to teach especially about consent and no need to censure any words because at, at the end they are expressing that body part that it's not something bad to say. Yeah, but words are just like, I can make a whole song based on Norwegian, like that was a very bad song yeah. for a child. A very, very bad song for a child, but the child that don't speak Norwegian wouldn't. I can also be like, fuck, fuck. So, like, fuck. Uh, in Sweden, for example, uh, or w was it some kind of closet or something? No. Uh, fuck. Ah, uh, fuck, yeah. fuck. Yeah, if you just put it like that and say fuck, then it's like a place where you can put papers and... So it's not words are bad. Words are just a sound. Yeah. It's like, I can say I love you, but I can say it with I love you so much, Leona. And I give her like a bad attitude, but it's not a word, it's your attitude. So that makes the word some kind of like, fuck that, or fuck you, or fucking great, no? Yeah, so there is not only is there a censorship on our bodies and our sexuality on the internet, there is also censorship on our verbal, uh, on us speaking and writing. The, the, it's about the more famous word fuck no and that's American thing like fuck is not bad to say in Norway in Norway you can actually swear and say bad words on children television and it's 
it never was a big deal. And uh, kids, I'm sorry, like, if you try to make your child not say fuck and your child is a rebellious child, they want to say fuck more. If you have a boring, easy to control child and they wouldn't say fuck anyway, because you would be like, don't say that and they will listen to you. But if you say like, don't say that to the right cool child, I don't think that will educate in the right way. I'm sorry to say. No, and also it's a good education is teaching children to have their own criteria and their own, so they make their own choices of what they want to do or say not to say what's right and wrong yeah a song about like just like adults don't know how to explain you the truth it's better to think yourself i know you're small but and the world is big what the fuck to do it's the end of the world anyway do what the fuck you want child go out and make some mayhem create some <laughs> chaos create some chaos put your dick wherever you want create some chaos create some chaos just fucking masturbate and feel great create some chaos <laughs> i like that song. okay you like that song. So, uh, yeah it's like what do we want, like, uh, we want children that behaves or do we want children that thinks and expresses? So uh, I, 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 th I think I would prefer a little attitude, uh, yeah. fuck this society kind of child. So maybe I'm a bad educator, you know? <laughs> maybe you, some, some of you adult people out there that watch this now will be like, he shouldn't educate children. <laughs> Could be. Maybe. I don't think so. I think it's good to teach children about everything. everything. The world is getting destroyed And we don't act because we are adults We are adults We were supposed to know what is going on But we don't know we are adults We are adults we should know how to educate, but that's not the truth. We are... Okay, but, uh, so we are adults, we are adults. We destroy the planet, we make war, we kill all animals. And then we're gonna tell you to not touch your genitals. Uh, that is not very good. Who put us in the position to educate our children about their pussy dick's position. I don't know, I don't know if we have the right to say what our children should do and how to play with their dicks and vaginas today. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Maria Glitterbomb, are you there? Can you tell us if anybody have any questions or any ideas? Yeah, if it's any questions or any suggestions about uh, how to make... Uh, uh, if it's anyone out there that uh, got if some good ideas now, if you can totally make... totally with us, that's also cool. That's tell also us. cool. But please make us... Uh, make to us some creative... Like, make us some creative educational uh, children's songs and we will try to promote this uh, promote this uh, promote it so much we can with fuckforforest.org and on bipolar circle our podcast for you people if you send us uh, educational uh, er erotic child songs the, we will reward the best one with a free fuck for forest poster 
and maybe Ooh. a password to Fuck for Forest. Yeah, and a free uh, free password for the Fuck for Forest website for sure. So don't uh, let your creativity sink together. Like. Uh, Put yourself together, forget that the world is ending and think about how to make an educational uh, child song for uh, children for a possible future. We have destroyed the planet. Okay, Tommy. Wait one second, we are just getting the sound back. Yeah, and we were so we were so good. We didn't get naughty at all. We didn't even show our dicks and pussies or nothing. <laughs> no cum shot, no erected penis. Super, super like dry vaginas. Dry vaginas, <laughs> unerected penises, just for a more perfect internet uh, that where people shouldn't be exposed for that ugliness of our sick mind. Uh, we just want to say thank you very much, Coupe de Grasse, for letting us be on your amazing festival. Thank you a lot. Thank you so much. It was amazing to to be part of this amazing festival. And we hope that some people uh, got a little bit interested in fuckforforest.org. We have also parts that is... Uh, um, actually quite serious so if you have some serious questions or you want to get involved in fuckforforest.org or in our ecological project that really needs uh, fire people right now we need uh, people with permaculture experience with building experience and people that really want to make a, a, a safe place for the future to come and help us with that so if you have interested in that uh, ecological project or you want to be a fuck for forest activist Please contact us. You can do it on fff at moralprod.com and you can find it on the website fuckforforest.org. As we say, me and Leona started Fuck for Forest 15 years ago. I'm actually very tired of one part of the Fuck for Forest project. Like, my is the new generation of Fuck for Foresters. And uh, if you are out there, you're a cyber nerd, you know how to program, you know how to get more attention, and you know how to help her and her friends to to reclaim Fuck for Forest uh, and um, fresh it up a little bit. Uh, she needs uh, your help. So please uh, get in touch with us. Punk's not dead yet, but yeah. in some few years where all the planet is just destroyed and it's just like a dry piece of <laughs> earth left, then I guess punk is dead also. So we have to hurry, people. Hurry, like anarchy is reconnecting to the planet, is reconnecting to the ground and learn how to grow shit because when the modern society falls and the infrastructure is not there anymore, you don't want to be one of those people that have to eat your own children. So come to us and plant shit. And that was the end of this birthday show. Happy freaking fucking ass licking and swinging existential mind blowing end of the world and all dirty thoughts in all the universe birthday.
знала, где его найти. 